0: For a special guest, he's really great, long history of success on Fox News, on television, other radio shows and TV shows throughout his career, including Imus, way back when. But now, again, doing his best work right here every Thursday morning, my friend, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge, good Thursday morning. Happy Lunar New Year. How
1: are you? Oh, I'm fine, it's, uh, it's great to be with you, as always. I'm sorry to hear about all those problems in the hotel room.
0: Good God. I got to tell you, it it is not easy. When you you go from living in a nice big house, you have the, the privacy, it's a gorgeous home, and now you're living in a hotel in a very small room. It's not easy, but it'll all be okay in June. I got four more months of this nonsense, Judge, and then it'll all work out, I guess. But, look, how could I complain when the big story of the day, Judge, is the Ukraine, what these people are going through with Russia. Now, the president, this moron, finally decided to uh, give him 31 tanks yesterday. But I got to tell you, Judge, a lot of the people I talk to, my friends, my old partner, Bernie, God rest his soul, getting tired of giving Ukraine all this help, whether it's money or tanks, whatever it is. It's, it's like enough is enough. The country's falling apart. We've got a trillion-dollar deficit. Why do we keep helping out this country and despite John Bolton's attempts to explain it to me last week, I'm still confused as to why. Maybe you can tell me why.
1: Well, I, I wish I knew why. I, I have opposed giving all this money and all this military equipment to Ukraine. A couple of reasons. We, we are giving military equipment from our substance,
0: from what we
1: purchase and what we keep in case we need it. So by giving this to Ukraine, we are depleting our substance, and that is causing us to order more equipment, to pay for more equipment, which is not yet ready for us. And by the way, Number don't
0: forget, Judge, all the equipment we left behind in Afghanistan, which the oh Taliban and ISIS users against us. Look, Trump
1: wanted to leave Afghanistan I like to think that if we have left Afghanistan under Trump, it wouldn't have been as humiliating, as demoralizing, and as destructive an experience as it became. Biden decided we would get out. They did it in a week. We left behind hundreds of millions of dollars worth of equipment. God only knows in whose hands it is now. But back to Ukraine, if I may. We have no dog in this fight. Whoever prevails in Ukraine, whether You believe Russia is trying to get back territory that has been Russian for 300 years, which I believe, or whether you believe Putin is a monster and he's trying to expand his borders because he's worried about NATO, whichever side you're on. None of this affects the United States national security. We should not be spending $100 billion there. We should definitely not have troops there. We have 100,000 troops in Europe. They're not sitting around playing checkers. They are at the ready, ready to be deployed to Ukraine in 24 hours notice. We have 40,000 troops right at the Ukraine Polish border. I don't think the American public would tolerate for one minute, a single American soldier being put into harm's way because there is no threat whatsoever to the national security of the United States. Now, The globalists in Western Europe, the same mentality that run the Joe Biden foreign policy part of his administration, believe that we can remove Putin from office and liberate Russia. They're crazy. We should let the Russian people decide who they want to be their president and leave Putin and leave the Russians alone.
0: All that's right. my oh, that's that's well said. I agree with all of it. Judge Napolitano, his uh, regular Thursday appearance here on Sid and Friends. In the morning. So every week you come back and every week there's still another Joe document, a Biden document story out there. They continue to find stuff everywhere. And now Mike Pence, they found stuff at his place. And Jimmy Carter said just yesterday, well, I got stuff at my place too. And turns out that just about everybody who served office probably has something in their house they shouldn't have. That's the good news for Joe Biden. The bad news is while his people continue to tell us that he's helping, he's being, you know, whatever they want, he's being transparent. It is clear by the daily facts of them finding stuff in new places all the time, he's being anything but upfront. Am I wrong?
1: No, I think you're 100% correct. I'll tell you who I also think is correct, and that's Donald Trump. When, Trump, when Trump's house was... Uh, he called it raided. I call investigated, whatever you want to call it. But 50 no, no, no,
0: no, that, that wasn't investigated. Uh, that was raided. When you start going through the wife's underwear drawer and your son's sock drawer, was, with that, it, that, that was raided.
1: Yeah. It was the most intrusive kind of raid you can imagine. Right. After he made his comments, don't worry about it, I declassified it, he said, everybody does this. And nobody believed him. Turns out he was right. It turns out that presidents and vice presidents who have these documents are either cavalier in their treatment with them or they give them to aides to return to whoever sent them to them and they don't actually execute the return. So should Trump be prosecuted for the same thing that it now appears nearly all of his predecessors have done? That's a very, very interesting public policy question that merrick garland is going to have to answer as for joe biden they blew it they wanted to give the impression that he was uh, cooperating every time you turn around there's more documents now we don't know the level of security or the nature of the documents that joe had we know what trump had because trump's lawyers in my opinion foolishly made the motion for a special master. The judge appointed the special master. Special master was a great guy, a fabulous federal judge. You may know him, Ray Deary uh, from Brooklyn. He had a discussion about these documents in his public courtroom. 365 documents, 20,000 pages, 60 of them, the top of top secrets, what we call NDI, national defense information. That's how we know what Trump had. We don't know what Mike Pence had. We don't know what Joe Biden had. We don't know if it was a note from Hillary that somebody just stamped confidential because they didn't want anybody to see the note, or if it was the very dreadful, serious stuff that Trump had. We just don't know. And until we know, we won't know how critical to be of Joe. If it's the very, very serious stuff like Trump had, he has very serious problems, which could result in a criminal prosecution once he's no longer in office. If he is renominated, nominated re-elected, and serves his full term, then he can't be prosecuted because the statute of limitations will have expired.
0: I'll tell you this, Judge.
1: I don't, I, I, I don't know where this is going to go, Sid.
0: Well, I don't think it goes anywhere, to be honest. I don't think either man will face any real repercussions. But but I will say this, Judge Napolitano. Just a couple of weeks ago, Ron DeSantis was beating Donald Trump in a bunch of polls. Those same polls now, Donald Trump is ahead. So I think the the American people who are placing a lot of importance on the Mar-a-Lago stuff are saying now, well, hold on a second. As it turns out, what Trump did isn't all that special, isn't all that exclusive. The president right now is doing the same exact thing. So to your point about how it, uh, how it uh, turns out with Trump, it's already starting to pay dividends for the former president.
1: And it's already starting to show negative dividends for the present president. The leadership of the New Hampshire Democratic Party announced just two days ago that they don't want Joe Biden to be at the head of their ticket in New Hampshire in 2024. That's why the Democrats are having their first primary in, of all places, South Carolina, where Joe and Jim Clyburn and his buddies have more of a control, more of a handle on how the Democrats will vote than in New Hampshire. But when is the last time, short of uh, Richard Nixon, that the, uh, the leadership of the state party of the incumbent president of the United States has said, don't come here in two years. There are a lot of people who are cheering on the Department of Justice, hoping they'd find Democrats more documents against Joe so that there's a reason not to nominate him, because his stewardship of the federal government is indefensible. Bill O'Reilly just pointed that out in in the wonderful uh, little news uh, brief that he gave a few minutes ago. It is nearly impossible to defend Joe Biden's presidency, and more and more Democrats are beginning to recognize that. Judge
0: Napolitano. In fact, what a great one-two punch i have got every Thursday with the judge. You just mentioned Bill O'Reilly coming up at 840. About two minutes to go, Judge. Your column, great again. You know, you talk about how intrusive uh, this was, the raid on Donald Trump. You've also written in the past about how intrusive the FBI can be. This one is great. How local cops, listen carefully, folks, how local cops get your bank records.
1: What? Yes, What? There's a very small clearinghouse called TRAC, T-R-A-C, in Phoenix, Arizona, through which every bank international transfer goes. You wire funds to your uh, friends in Israel, your, your cousins in Florence wire funds to you. It all goes through this little clearinghouse in Arizona. And the clearinghouse in Arizona has said to law enforcement, we're open. Come and take whatever you want. They, they give the contents of their digital records to 600 police departments. No subpoena from a grand jury. No search warrant from a judge. The police just call up and ask for it. <laughs> the Wall Street Journal reported this the other day, and there wasn't even a peep about it in the rest of the mainstream media. This shows the hatred that law enforcement has for the Fourth Amendment and their willingness to invade the privacy of
0: all of us. That is very, very That's scary. Was... Yeah, that is scary, Judge. Uh, one more here, the last 30 seconds. I know that.
1: It's, it's time that people know about this. Yep.
0: yep, No, I'm glad you wrote about it. Your, uh, your one man show, Judge Napolitano. Why is the government in my soup? Been a great run on West 44th Street. That show is still going on, I believe, until mid February. Give me 30 seconds on the show, how it's doing, and how people can come see you.
1: Yes. Uh, Theater 555, which is 555 West 42nd Street, Monday nights. I've been very, very blessed with a packed house. It's politics. It's humor. It's the crazy people that I met, from Donald Trump to Glenn (laughs) Beck to to Roger Ailes and Roger Stone. It's a blast. When you're there, I'm going to introduce you to the audience.
0: I'm going to come uh, one of these Monday nights, sometime the next two or three weeks, because I got to think that at least once on these Monday nights, I go, hey, Judge, I love you on Sid show. Or is that, am I once again reading my own clippings?
1: You're reading your own clippings, but you can say whatever you want when I introduce you. By the way, I got to tell you, I agree with you on Kobe Bryant. I loved him, yeah. and today is a day of national mourning.
0: I totally agree. Hey, Georgia, uh, an amazing appearance as always. We'll catch you Monday night on West 42nd Street, Thursday night right here with me. Enjoy your day. Great job. We'll talk again very soon. Hello, Riley. I love him. I will. I will.